It's episode number 44 of Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast. Oh my gosh, today is such a warm day, I can't even tell you. And my apartment is a... Uh, no, it's an oven. It's an oven. Yes, it is an oven. And you have to be literally just sitting right in front of a fan because if you're not, you will melt. You should see my cats. It's horrible. That's why we shave them. And we put ice on the floor so that they get a little bit of that extra iciness coming to them. They like walk two little steps and then they collapse down to the ground. And this is just the beginning because this is probably the first day that I have experienced uh, the heat of the apartment once again. It's like you kind of sort of forget it, which I think is a good thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so this week is about, it's a level one, two class, and it's a one-hour class again, for those of you who are craving the one hours. Uh, there's also nothing too crazy today, so uh, pretty simple, straight up, lots of pictures on the website, and what else, what else, what else, what else? Oh, no. I just, I talk about Harry Potter, hence, you know, Harry Potter's coming, and I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so uh, my theme is from Harry Potter, so I hope you guys enjoy, and, uh, oh, and I'm going to be having a special uh, class July 20th at Yoga Works from 7.30 to 9.30, and that is going to be yoga to lift your spirits. So if you happen to be in the L.A. area, come check it out. There's going to be a link in the show notes to uh, that specific uh, little event that I'm having. So I do hope that I can get a chance to meet some of you guys uh, that listen and you're, if you're around. Also, uh, I am going to be live streaming my class on July 4th at 1130 Pacific Standard Time. So in case you want to do a July 4th little shindig, uh, that would be awesome because I'm not going to be doing it on Friday and I am taking a couple of days off just because I need to. So, um, oops, I almost choked <coughs> on my own <clears throat> stuff in my mouth. Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> so uh, please enjoy the class and let me know. Feedback, comments, 206-666-4439, 206-666-4439, or you can email me at eyogaclass at gmail.com, or you can go to my website and leave me a comment there at lcsyogacoola.com. Have a fantastic week, everybody. decided I'm going to reread all six books until July 21st because that's when it's coming out. So I have to catch up. So I'm doing uh, book one. And um, <laughs> so I found this really interesting thing. I mean, I, it's like when, you, when I first read it, I just was literally just, I wanted it now. I wanted it, the whole story because I was enthralled with it. And I just kind of wanted to know more, 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 more. And there were more books to read. And so now I have them all, and I know what happens, so I can kind of spend time. And then I found this chapter, and it's on the mirror of Erised. And what happens is, you know, Harry Potter comes into this room, and it's, always, it's, it's completely open, and there's nothing in there. And there's a mirror, this beautiful mirror in there. And um, Harry Potter's a, he's a, he's an orphan, and he's, he's kind of half, or he's full, Full, full warlock, but he doesn't, you know, he's a magician. He doesn't know that. Anyway, that's a whole story. So he comes to this mirror, and he, when he looks in the mirror, he sees his whole entire family in the mirror. And he's enthralled with this because he sees his parents. He's never seen his parents before because he died. They died when he was a baby, like totally small. And so he sees his parents uh, reflected on the mirror, and, and they're saying hi to him, and, and, and then he sees life. You know, he sees all this stuff, and he's just so enthralled with this. 
he goes away and then he tells his friend, he's like, there's this mirror and I saw my family, maybe you could see like, you know, your ancestors and blah, blah. And so he brings his friend along and his friend looks in there and his friend sees that he, he's, he's got it, his friend um, has a huge, huge family. And so he sees only him winning all these prizes and like flying around and like doing all this great stuff and getting all these things and he's all by himself because he's got this huge family and he just, you know, his brothers get in his way all the time. And Harry's like going like, what the heck? How come you're not seeing the family? And it turns out that this mirror reflects your deepest heart's desires. And so Harry keeps coming back, just staring at the mirror, seeing his family all the time because it makes him feel so good. And so... Dumbledore, who was kind of like his nurturer, his, you know, his teacher, his, his guru, so to speak, tells him, let me explain. The happiest man on earth would be able to use the mirror, Barry said, like a normal mirror. That is, he would look into it and see himself exactly as he is. It shows us nothing more or less than the deepest, most desperate desire of our hearts. You who have never known your family see them standing around you. Men have wasted away before it, entranced by what they have seen, or been driven mad, not knowing if what, show, what it shows is real or even possible. So even though we have that, you know, when we come to this practice, when you move into the body in this way, you bring your deepest heart's desire to it. You use it. You make it shift somewhere else. But then you don't just sit there and kind of hope. There's action, which is what yoga is. It really is embodying the desires of your heart. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. And turn to your seat, to your breath. And just simply turn to that. Eris said backwards is desire. So turn into your deepest heart's desires. And even as you begin, notice if you tend to have them maybe just as a mirror, which means that they're just shown to you in life, or do you choose to participate in your life so that they don't waste away? Bring your hands to your heart. Inhale fully through your nose. And exhale, bow to your heart center. Release your hands, please. Lift your head fully and open your eyes. Downward facing dog, everybody, please, onto your mats. And breathe and stretch. How do you become an active expression of the desire? How does the way you place your body reflect that? And just stretch and breathe. Reach the inner heels towards the floor. Try to even lift your toes up away from the ground and press your inner thighs back. Great job, guys. Step your right foot forward for a lunge. But we're going to do it a little more actively, a little bit more like Spider-Man today. So you guys are going to walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat. You're going to walk your torso to the inside of your leg and even more in an angle so that you come more facing towards me here. So you're going to walk it out. Widen your hands laterally apart like Spider-Man. Come up onto your fingertips and softly bend your elbows like you're about to take your chest down towards the floor. But keep your back thigh really, really strong so it becomes an active engagement. Come up onto your tippy toes on the back foot, sweetheart, please. That's it. Good, so that you empower those arms, and this becomes a hip stretch, a warm-up, and even here, working towards a warmer, stronger Chaturanga Dandasana. <laughs> One more breath. Good, you're doing good. Just 
take it deeper. There you go. Keep bending your elbows, but keep squeezing here. Ah, good. Slowly come all the way back up. Downward facing dog, guys. Press back. Stretch. Good. Take a moment to feel that. Hi, Vic. To feel that strength in your legs, your thighs. And even maybe renowned or a little bit renewed heat in the heart. Left foot forward, same thing. Walk your left foot over to the left, please. Come to the inside of your leg. Walk your whole torso more towards your right. Come really high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. And bend your elbows. Slowly start to come down to the ground. That's it. There you go. Good job, Linda. So think about in what ways can the desire of your heart be manifested in your shape, in your choices, in the choices that you make in your body, in your willingness to take action, not just to dream and watch reflections. Good. Beautiful. Come on up, please. Downward facing dog. Great job, guys. Lengthen and open. The inner corners of your feet press back. Try to even spread all your toenails. At the end of your next exhalation, playfully either jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Once you're forward, widen your feet just a little bit apart, everybody, so they become more hip-width. And inhale, stretch your chest forward and lengthen. Exhale and fold back in. Twice more like that. Reach and lengthen your chest forward. And exhale and fold. One more. Reach your chest and lengthen forward. And fold back in. Root down through the feet to rise up. Lift up through your chest. Open up. And bring your hands straight to your heart center. Inhale. Open. Exhale. Fold and bow. Inhale, extend your chest. Exhale, fold. Root down to rise up, lift up through your chest, open up. And bring your hands straight to your heart. If you only got to do this all class, how would you do it? Root down through the feet, let your legs be strong. Inhale, rise up. Keep the strength of your legs. Exhale, fold and bow, touch the earth. So even just these few vinyasas help. Inhale, stretch your chest forward like you're doing a back bend with your upper body. Exhale, fold back in. Good. Root down through the feet. Rise up. Lift your chest up. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Good. Inhale. Open up. Exhale. Fold and bow. Reach your heart and lengthen. Stretch it forward. Exhale. Step back to plank pose. Top of a push-up. Getting very focused and very specific starts to build up the... How would I say it? It's kind of like the integrity. It builds up your integrity in your body to hold passion, to hold desire in a way that is active. So claw the finger pads even more up into your heart. Let the upper back soften down towards the floor. And now we're going to hold chaturanga, guys, even if it's only for one breath for you. So bend your elbows down to the floor, shoulders away from the ground. Hold, hold, shoulders back. Good. Come onto your bellies and notice the difference. Just in energy, you've heated yourself. Point the toes and lift up through your chest. Shoulders back, heart forward. Good. Press the inner corners of your hands deeper to the floor. Flick your toenails down. Melt the upper back. And downward facing dog, everybody. Press back. Stretch. Enjoy your breath. Press deeply to the earth with your hands. Lift your armpits up and playfully jump or step forward. Extend and lengthen. Exhale and fold. Root to rise. Lift up through your chest and open up. Bring your hands straight to your heart. Inhale. Lift up. Exhale, fold and bow. Touch the earth. Reach your heart straight forward, everyone. Exhale, Chaturanga Dindasana. Step back and slowly come all the way down onto your bellies. Great job, guys. Rise from the back of the heart, flowing with your breath. 
Melt the upper back forward and downward facing dog, press back. Notice what your preference was. The prior Surya Namaskar, which we stopped a little bit more, we held. And this one, which was a little faster. How can we let our preferences cast light into our passions? And how can we grow them? Jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Inhale and lengthen. Exhale and fold. Root down to rise, circle the arms and lift up. Nice. Exhale, hands to your heart. One more like that. Inhale, circle up. Exhale, fold and bow, please. Everybody touch the earth. Reveal the heart as you stretch forward. Chaturanga Dandasana. You can take your time if you need to. Flow softer. Cobra, upward facing dog, feel free. And downward facing dog. Good, nice. What's so incredible to me is as I was biking here today, part of uh, passion, having to get somewhere, requires a deep sense of ego because it is all about you. But we actually, it makes it a little softer if we think about where we're coming from. So the back of your waistline, guys, here, the back of your waist, the back of your heart, the back of your thighs, think of that part breathing more fully so that what happens is our individual self becomes a little softer and we can actually hold more energy. We hold more integrity that way. Right foot forward. Come all the way up into crescent pose, please. So your front thigh is bent 90 degrees. Your back heel is lifted. Your arms are up and over the head, taking your time to find first your foundation. Good. Take your moment here to notice if there's any kind of choices you can make in your pose now that'll cast more light to them. Think about the way your legs are. Can you take your right hip back a little more? Can you lift your chest up a little more? Good. Exhale, hands down to the floor, Chaturanga Dandasana. Place the hands, keep the back of your waistline up away from the floor, lead from the heart. Nice, everybody. Downward facing. Left foot forward, crescent pose. In what way does this side feel differently than the other side? And can you, with your breath, become a little more balanced in your intention through the pose? Hands down, please, Chaturanga Dandasana. Follow your breath. Great job, guys. Downward facing. Vic, keep checking out your right foot. And even when you're moving through your vinyasa, just notice that your right foot tends to move forward of your left about an inch. So just watch it when you're moving through. Right foot forward, please. Warrior number two. Warrior number two, so your torso is facing towards the prop cabinet. Your arms are out to the sides. Strong through your inner feet here, guys, down towards the floor. So even specifically here in that front leg, the tendency is that the leg or even the foot wants to lean over towards the pinky side of the foot. Take a wider stance. Step your left foot farther back, both of you. Good. Lift your toes up. Bend deeper into your front thigh. Turn the right palm up. Reverse warrior. Move it towards the back. Let the left hand walk down your leg a little bit, but don't lean all your weight onto that leg. Press your leg back into your hand. Everybody, draw the left shoulder back. Exhale, hands down to the floor, please. Chaturanga Dandasana, or you can step back to downward facing dog. That's totally cool.
Please step your left foot forward. Warrior number two. You guys are doing great now with your left leg. Awesome job. So just make sure that your left knee moves to the pinky side of the toe. But as much as you do that, make sure now the top of the right thigh moves towards the back wall. Move it away from my finger. Take your butt back a lot. Like that. Good. Keep it back. And then scoop the left tailbone down towards the floor more. There you go. Turn the left palm up and slowly move back. Reverse warrior, please. Good. So even when you lean back like that, keep taking the thigh back. Take the groins back towards the back wall. And then, then when you scoop that tailbone down, you can push forward and turn the right side of your belly up. Oh, goodness. Exhale. Hands down to the earth. Nice job. Chaturanga Dindasana. Check your feet out right here, right here. Look at your feet, Vic. Look at your feet. There you go. Nice. Oh. Following your breath, just breathe and stretch. At the end of your next exhalation, please jump or step forward. And when you come to the top of your mat, can you please widen your feet so that they are as wide as your mat, please? And then interlace the hands behind your back. Every part of you is full of desire, whether you choose it or not. In what way do you then start to bring things to your vantage point, as opposed to just letting things happen? or not. So power your legs up in that way. Squeeze the muscles above the tops of the kneecaps. Draw them all the way up and towards your hips. Draw the front of the shoulders away from your thighs, away from the floor, and up towards the sky more by engaging the back of your body, the back of your waistline. And then begin to move your fingertips away from the torso, away from your sacrum, forward towards the front of the room more. Good. Sweetly release your hands down to the earth, please. Nice job. Step your left foot back behind you. Bring your back knee to the earth, so your left leg back, your back knee to the ground. And now come to the inside of your leg and onto your forearm. So this kind of resembles the pose that we started with. But it's a little deeper in the hips. Lift your right toes up a little bit. Try to even spread the webbing of your feet. Good. Everybody, keep squeezing your legs in. So I want the, the legs to be scissored more towards the center, passionately. And then start to lean all of your weight more onto the left forearm. So place the left palm of the hand flat, the left forearm. Then take your right hand to your right hip, right hand to your right hip. Good job. Now I want you to lift your right toes up away from the ground. Make sure that your foot always seems as if it's stepping on the ground. And now widen the right knee away from you, even more towards the Buddha, even more towards the Buddha. Just press it out to the right. You can even roll to the outside of your foot. Good. Now turn the right shoulder up and away from the ground. Look up. Yeah, that's it. Good job. One more breath. Fantastic. Slowly come back to center, please. Downward facing dog. How about stepping your feet a little closer towards each other and then lifting your right leg up and away from the ground? And now open your hip. So I want you to turn that hip open. Think about it. It's almost in the same shape that you guys had it in the, before. So I want you to bend the top leg. Bend the top leg and flex your foot hard. Good. Keep that. Now scoop your tailbone down and turn the belly up towards the sky more. Good. Push into my leg. Push. Ah. Exhale. Place the foot down towards the floor, please. Nice. Step your left foot forward. Walk your left foot over to the left. Bring your back knee down to the ground, come to the inside, 
onto your forearms. First, just cultivate as much symmetry as you can. Bring yourself up a little bit. Let's take this guy a little farther forward. So, yeah, just scoot yourself. Yeah, perfect. And if you need to, you can bring it even more to the right and even turn your left toes, your toes out more. Yeah, much better. Great job. That's it. Good. Please start to bring more of your weight, all of your weight, more towards the palm of the, um, the forearm on the right hand, palm of the hand down to the ground. You can even walk it farther away from your leg. It just gives you more space, guys. Take your left hand to your left hip. Lift your left toes up. You've got to squeeze your legs in so you're not going to get sloppy here. Roll the right shoulder back a little bit. And now start to widen the left knee away from you. Good job with your foot there, Linda. Good. And what's so neat is sometimes you can actually think about the inner thigh moving faster to the ground than the knee. That'll keep you busy for a long time. One more breath. <laughs> and slowly come all the way back up. Place the hand down to the ground, downward facing dog. Good. Step your feet a little closer towards each other. Lift your left leg up and back. Open your hip. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. That's it. Now press your right heel down to the floor. And see if you, when you do that, maybe you can start to open that hip a little bit more. Perfect job. Squeeze the top of the thigh back. Turn up. One more breath. <sighs> Exhale. Slowly bring the foot back down to the ground. Fantastic, guys. Press back through your thighs. Right foot forward. Trikonasana. Trikiasana. Right leg forward so that the right leg is absolutely straight. Your back heel flat. And turn your belly up to the sky. Good stance, Vic. Take your right hand to the outside of your... You can totally do it. There you go. Much better. Squeeze the muscles right above the top of your right thigh. Good job with your feet, princess. You can take your right hand to the outside of your right uh, shin. Mm -hmm. There. Good. Good. <laughs> Sides of the neck back, tips of your ears back, guys. Take your left arm over your ear towards the front of the room. Good. And slowly, please, hands down to the floor. Yeah. You got to work this guy more. This muscle here. Yeah. So lift your toes up. Yeah, lift your toes up. Yeah, and then you got to bring more weight here. Downward facing, guys. Watch this. When you bend your knee, lift your toes up. Bring more weight to the front part of your foot here. Good. Keep it like that. Now start to squeeze your legs straighter, but keep the weight more forward. You see that? It's hard. <laughs> Downward facing dog. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. There's no doubt about it, man. Left foot forward. Trikonasana. Make sure your left knee, everybody, your left kneecap is facing straight forward. Sometimes it starts to face over towards the Buddha here on the left. I mean, on, in front of you, on your right. So you're going to have to widen from the top of the hip your knee more towards the pinky side of the toe. That just protects it. It's like a vantage point. Squeeze the muscles right above the top of your right thigh more. And use the back leg to find more space. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now scoop your tailbone down, princess. That's it. Now turn up to the sky more. Keep turning. Keep scooping the tailbone. you got to work that. That's it. Good. Right arm over your ear towards the front of the room that much. And now push from the tailbone out through the arms more. Turn the belly, your lungs, your heart up. Good. Hands down to the floor, everybody. Good job. <laughs> Chaturanga Dandasana. <laughs> oh, goodness. And downward facing dog. Good job, guys. Right foot forward for Ardha Chandrasana. That's half moon pose. So you guys are just going to shift your weight forward and come balancing onto your right foot. Your torso is going to face towards a prop cabinet. You can keep your left hand onto your left hip. That's perfectly viable. And you can even use a block to help yourself underneath your hands because sometimes the, the hand to the ground is like, 
What? Is that even possible? <laughs> so you, know, you just use the blocks and just make your life a little more comfortable, just in case you want it. Squeeze the muscles above the top of your right kneecap here, guys, in the same way, and start to turn up towards the sky a little bit. You can even scoot your right hand a little forward, Linda. Good. Take your block forward about uh, six more inches. There you go. One more breath, guys. Hold steady. This is where that desire really comes in. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and take your left hand down to the floor. Square your hips, everybody. Square your hips. Good. And now extend your chest forward, but you're going to keep your back leg lifted just for kicks. And exhale, you're going to fold back in. Good. Just one more time, guys. Inhale. Reach your chest forward. And this time as you exhale, you're going to bend your right leg. You can watch up here so that you don't get kind of confused. You're going to bend your right leg. You're going to bend the left leg behind, and you're going to come to sit. Yep. So both of your sit bones down to the floor. Your right knee is up. Good. And let's go ahead and just twist over to your right. You can hook your elbow to the outside of the leg. Start to lean even more here, Vic, onto your right butt cheek. We've got to get that right butt cheek down. Do as best as you can. You can even bring the, bring the bottom foot more forward. That's it. This guy. That's it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Extend up through the crown of your head. So yes, this is sort of like a little bit of a break. Kinda, don't you think? <laughs> Great job. With your inhale, you're gonna come back in. Come back in, good, good, good. So now the sole of your right foot presses down to the floor, right? You're gonna now shift your weight forward, place your hands down to the earth, and you're gonna come back up to standing. Yeah, 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 like that. Perfect. Place the hands down. Push your left leg up to the sky and open your hip as wide up as you can. Left leg up to the sky, open your hip. Full stretch. You're just doing standing splits now, not so much as... That's it. Lift it up. Nice job, guys. And step all the way back to downward facing dog. Good job. Breathing. Vic, step your right foot farther back. Left foot forward, Ardha Chandrasana. Half moon pose. Follow your breath. You can take your, your block a little bit farther forward and to the left, perfect. Turn up towards the sky a little bit more. Good. You're doing good. You're doing good. Good. Right hand down to the floor, please. Pause there. Just pause here. Lift your back leg up, but keep the pelvis squared. So you're going to have to draw the right outer hip down towards the floor more. Good. Now reach your chest forward and lengthen your spine. As you reach forward at the same time, press your back leg straight. Push it back. Good. Inhale one more time. Reach your chest forward. Good job. And this time as you exhale, you're going to bend your left leg and see if you can take your right knee back behind you all the way down. Come down to both of your sit bones to the floor and sit. <laughs> Good. Find both of your groins settled into the floor as best as you can. Reach up so that you use your hands onto the floor to just let your whole spine get taller. And then go ahead and hook your right elbow to the outside of your right knee, of your left knee, I'm sorry. Or you can just hold the top of your right knee with your, I'm sorry, yeah, your right knee, is it left knee? Crampy, crampy with the right hand. Here, better. 
Sides of the neck, back tips of your ears, back everybody. With your inhale, come back to center, please. All right, so the sole of your left foot now presses down to the floor. You can lean onto your whatever sit bone is the easiest for you to lean on, usually the right, and then slowly place your hands down, stretch your left leg straight, and lift your right leg as high up as you can up. Open your hips, so turn your belly, your lungs, and heart up. That's it, but even when you do that, walk yourself closer toward your left ankle. Yeah, nice. Go ahead and very sweetly step back, downward facing dog. Nice. Inhale into plank. And exhale, come on down onto your bellies. Good. Once you're on your bellies, point the toes and interlace the hands behind your back, guys. Press all ten toenails down to the earth. Lift the head of the arm bones, the front of the shoulders away from the floor. And then start to lift up through your chest. Scoop your tailbone down and lift up. Thighs down to the floor. Good. One more breath. Here. That's it. <laughs> and slowly come all the way back down to the floor. <laughs> Downward facing dog. <laughs> ah. Step your right foot forward for pigeon prep, please. So you're going to walk your right foot to the top of your mat, and then you're going to walk it over to the left. You're going to come to the outside of your shin toward your forearms. And then walk your torso down to the ground, please. Yep. Keep your back toes tucked just so that we can really line up the back leg. Nice. Let's try this. So the back leg, you notice how the hip is kind of opened here like this? So instead of having it in that way, we're going to move it in this direction. Yeah. So that your inner thigh. <laughs> Bring your forearms to the floor. There you go. There we go. I'm just going to help you here with this guy. And then just create a little bit more space here. There we go. Press the outer corners of your foot, guys, down to the earth a little bit more. The right foot down to the floor, the outer corners. We're going to do a little of a resemblance to one of the hip stretches that we did a little bit earlier. So you guys are going to lift your torso up a little bit and bring your left forearm down to the floor. The left forearm down. Good. And then you're going to take your right hand to your right hip. Good. You're going to squeeze your legs towards the center. And then you're going to press the knee down and turn your belly up. Yeah, like that. Keep leaning back. So it's a little bit at a time. The more you can widen the outer right hip to the right, the more the power is to turn the whole torso up. So that gives you a nice lengthening through that whole psoas. Good. Slowly come back down, please. Downward facing duck. Oh. Oh, just breathe and stretch back. Let's do second side. Left foot forward. So the back leg, guys, make sure that the back thigh is actually turning in a little bit. So sometimes even when you squeeze your legs towards each other, lift your inner right thigh up to the sky and widen the outer right hip to the right. That just helps you set, and then you can come down onto your forearms. And even when you come down, it's not like once you're down, you kind of check out. There's this wonderful uh, engagement that happens. It's not a, a passive engagement. It's slightly... Uh, more active.
very carefully from here, guys. Go ahead and lift yourselves up. Form the right forearm down to the floor. Take your left hand to your left hip. Squeeze your legs in because that first just tones. And then from there, press the outer left uh, foot down and then press the outer knee down and now turn up to the sky. Good. So what's so cool, even if you just do this for a little bit, I want you guys to take your belly into your spine. Try to draw it into your spine as much as you can. Lift even the left side of your waistline up and twist it up to the sky a lot so it turns to you as you open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And slowly release, downward facing dog. Good. Great. Press and stretch. Reach back through your inner thighs, your inner feet. Oh. Please, at the end of your next exhalation, jump or step forward to the top of your mats. Good. Realign your legs. Inhale and stretch forward. Exhale and fold. Root down, everybody, to rise up. Lift your chest up. Open up. Oh, and hands straight to your heart. Please get yourself a block. Bring it back to your mats if you don't have one already. We're going to do a supported uh, back bend to finish up, but it's going to require just a little bit of engagement. So we're going to do a supported bridge pose. You guys are going to use um, this block, and you're going to put it right alongside your sacrum. So it's not your lower back. It's not like higher up to your spine. It's actually closer towards your sit bones. And when you lean back, just make sure, sometimes even coming up onto your tippy toes will give you a lot of space. If you can't get it this high, then take it down a notch. You can actually just move the block a little lower. Roll both of your shoulders back so the sides of the neck stay open here. And then I'll give you more stuff to do once you guys are up there. Nice. Uh, take a moment just to um, bring your feet to what you feel is uh, hip width apart. Because sometimes, you know, you can't see your feet, can't really see your legs. So, and make sure that your heels are on the ground and your feet are parallel toes facing straight forward. So you just do your best to kind of feel it out. Then if they're completely crazy, then I'll come and help you out a little bit. Lift the upper back a little bit more so that you start to think about your rib cage, guys, the rib cage, more perpendicular to the ground. So you're going to have to curl up through your chest a little bit more. Does your neck hurt, princess? Or the back of your, the back of your neck? Give me a second. How you doing? Now you're going to lift your chin up a little bit more, just a little bit, like up, mm -hmm. like that. How's that? That's good. Good. That's it. We just have to work at strengthening these muscles and even just pressing your head down the way that I'm doing. That's making these guys work, and that's good. Keep curling the upper back, everybody. That's it. Good. Now, for those of you who um, can and would like to, can you keep the upper back engaged the same way that you have it now, but interlace the hands behind you, which means that they will go beyond that block. So just interlace the hands down, but keep lifting up through the upper back. So it does require a lot of energy, guys, to keep the upper back engaged, even though that your hips are down to the floor. Good. Now, please walk your feet slightly closer together. Good. Now bend your right knee in toward your chest and reach it up to the sky. It. Press your left foot down to the floor to help you a little more. Spread your toes and push that right leg absolutely straight. Good. Now, this is going to be very interesting. Now, what you guys are going to do is you're going to really draw the right shoulder blade back. You're going to have to keep it back. And then you're going to start to take your right leg towards the prop cabinet across the body. Yeah. But you're going to have to really puff the right shoulder back and press it down to the floor. So don't let that guy come up. Good. Inhale. Come all the way back up. Good job. Place the foot down to the floor. Please. Good. Second side. Left leg comes in. Lifting up through your chest. Exhale. Stretch it up. 
Press the, even here, the back of the head, guys, down to the ground. Lift your chin up a little bit. Curl the upper back. Draw the left shoulder back and start to take the leg all the way across. Keep taking the left shoulder back, left shoulder back. Oh. Inhale, come all the way back up. Whoa. And slowly bring the foot down. Whoa. Press your feet down. Inhale your hips up. Remove your torture device and place it down to the floor. <sighs> and just let yourself rest, guys. Quietly breathing. Good, so we're gonna do windshield wiper pose. There is a word for this in Sanskrit, but I really forgot what it's called. It's really long, I forgot it. Suchi something. Wilshi wiper sukhasana, yeah. And, but it's something, suchi something. So you guys are gonna place the soles of the feet on the floor, but you're actually gonna bring them um, a little wider than hip width apart, just a little bit. Take your arms up and over the head. Good. So your right knee, guys, your right knee is going to stay straight up. It's not going to be moving anywhere, okay? You're going to walk your left foot even more to the left. And then you're going to drop your left knee towards your right ankle. Suchi Randrasana. That's what it's called. So then, like, <laughs> yes. That's the mark of a yogic. You see that? So then slowly, <laughs> the inner corner of your right thigh, guys, rolls down towards the floor, and you do the same thing with the inner left kneecap. So it actually moves more towards the floor, and then the, you start to actually shift that whole inner thigh towards the ground. Good. Now, instead of even lifting the outer left hip up, see how it kind of wants to come with you? You have to widen the left hip over to the left. Uh-huh. And then just let the inner thigh, the inner left thigh, move more towards the ground. So it's like a very deep rotator. The other thigh, that side. Yeah. Breathe even more fully into the opposite side of your waistline. So the whole left lung, the left rib cage gets really wide. And then now grab a hold of your left wrist with your right hand, please. And push it back behind you more. That's it. The left knee then lengthens more towards the floor. That's it. Good. You can even flex your uh, toes. Yeah. So that you feel that inner thigh move more towards middle. Oh. Inhale, come all the way back up. So all the foot down. Good job. Let's switch sides. So uh, walk your right foot slightly to the right. And then go ahead and drop it in. You might notice like a big difference between your hips, even just doing this pose. Like one hip might be much tighter than the other hip. And this rotation is like a really deep internal rotation in that femur. Walk your right foot even more to the right. Like that. And go ahead and take it down. Good. That's it. Keep just that same thing, widening the right outer hip to the right. So you literally, you do have to make a lot of space in the insides of your hips here. You can hold on to that wrist to give yourself a nice lengthening. Good. Press into my foot. Yeah, keep going. Push. Yeah. There. And then take this part down. Good job. Now scoop your tailbone down. Mm-hmm. There. There you go. Nice job. You get a nice length. Pull your wrist all the way out towards the other side. Yeah, keep lengthening. Nice, and then slowly, please, come all the way back up. Nice job, guys. Stretch your legs absolutely straight in front of you. <sighs> and then bend your knees into your chest. Hold the tops of your kneecaps. Let your belly get quiet, soft. Take your arms out to the sides. Breathe deeply into your chest. Exhale, bend. Drop the legs to the right, please. 
Left shoulder blade draws back. Inhale, come back up. And exhale to the opposite direction, please. Rise it up with your in-breath, please. And just give yourself a nice big hug here, guys. Bring your knees to your chest. Now, if there's uh, anything else that you're really, really wanting to do, another little stretch, something that's going to make you feel good, you personally, please take the time here, a couple of moments, to do those kinds of little stretches on your own or something along those lines. If you don't have anything else to do and you're just pretty content finishing off your practice here, you can move straight into Shavasana, which is our final relaxation pose. Just stretch your legs straight in front of you, turn the palms of your hands up, roll your shoulders back, and then just chill out. For the next minutes as we finish class, you just let your whole body integrate all the new knowledge that you've given it. Take a moment for those of you who are already moving into your last pose to observe the symmetry of your body so that when you do rest, when you do let go completely, for this is actually a pose, you are symmetrical. Your legs are hip width, your arms are equal, and your body is straight, even though that might sound a little mundane, but sometimes we, we somehow lay down crooked. Your neck, your arms, your feet.
begin to uh, breathe a little more fully. Be in your body and let the breath now be an experience of your embodiment. Your breath is full of desire to live and it wills it to you. Bend a knee toward your chest and roll to your right side, please. Use your arms and slowly come up to sit. Dumbledore says that this mirror will give us neither knowledge or truth. It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. Bring your hands to your heart. Now what's so interesting is that this is a mirror. It's not truth. It's the mirror of desire. May we choose to be embodied desire, where it's not a reflection, but a deep truth that comes from the deepest passion of our hearts. Let's chant Om once. Take a deep breath in. Thank you all. Namaste.